Welcome back, everyone, to the show For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is We just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 356 B. Thank you. The second episode for the week, we will now discuss our thoughts on Sly about Sylvester Stallone, available on Netflix. With you for that discussion, Grayson Maxwell, Roger Stillian, and Christopher Bond. For the episode discussing all the light we cannot see, including the whole box office breakdown, what streaming, and trailer talk, check out episode 356A, posted on Tuesday, 11-14. Well, gentlemen, we watched another movie for the week. Another movie. We did, yes. Good old Sylvester Stallone. Sly, baby. Let's talk about Sly. Now... Rotten Tomatoes is 77% tomato meter, 90 audience score. What do, you, what do you guys think about that? I mean, Fair. It's, 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 it's a, a fine documentary. Sylvester yeah. Stallone is an, is an incredibly likable person. Even The e- Metacritic e- is 62. Also, you can't make a bad documentary anymore because they'll just eviscerate you for it. True. What do you mean? If you make a bad documentary, it never sees the light of day. True. Yes, yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, so it's 62 on Metacritic, which is pretty pretty decent, actually. Um, let's talk about the cast in this. Sylvester Stallone, done. Nice. Um, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Quentin Tarantino, Henry Winkler, uh, Frank Stallone, Tyler Scheer, um, John Herzfeld, Jennifer Stallone, Sophia Stallone, Scarlett Stallone, <laughs> Sestine Stallone, Stage, Sage Stallone, and Wesley Morris. Um, this is directed by Tom Zimmy. Roger, this will be an easy one for you this week. What's Sly about? Sylvester Stallone. Let's move, let's move to score this. <laughs> All right. I All mean, right. I mean, so uh, that is the joke, right? Is let's move to score this because there's not much here. But well, but it, but it's interesting to learn more about his life. There, there is some stuff here, but there isn't a lot, right? So, I mean, well, things that we didn't know. Hold on. What, what this is actually about? Obviously, Sylvester Stallone. But this is about Rocky, Rambo, and the Expendables. Correct. Basically, that, yeah. that's really it. Like, yeah. this is his journey. Because, like, look, the one thing I want to talk about this documentary, and I'll, I'll kick us off here, right? The issue that I have with this documentary is it's only really about those two and a half things. Yeah. Right? Rocky 1, Rambo 2, and Expendables, the other point five. Yeah, okay? yeah, We barely talk about his family. We barely talk about, you know, we talk about his upbringing, not his current family. Sorry. His wife and kids. We don't yeah. really talk about them hardly at all. Yep. And we don't talk about, like, what he's doing now, you know, like, at all, like, where he's going because he's getting older and things mm-hmm. like that or... Anything along that line. So that's that's really what this is about. Those two movies and two minutes on the Expendables, hmm. and a little bit about his upbringing. That's yeah, it. And that, that being said, it's okay. Yeah, well, yeah. But he, I mean, he, he's a massive star, and there's other massive stars talking about how massive a star he 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 is I mean, and he was. Yeah, I mean, it's a pay homage kind of thing at this point. I feel like, which is fine. I, I think I those mean, respect matters. Yeah, I think I think those deserve a space at some at some place. I, I think. You know, I learned some new stuff about Sylvester. I didn't realize how much how much he was a part of writing. I didn't realize that. I've always well, he wrote and directed Rocky. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. He basically cool. just showed up with a screenplay and wanted to make this, and that's how Rocky. Well, he happened. tried to shop it a bunch of times. Yeah. And they told him, "Yeah, we'll do it, but not with you." And he yeah. actually talks about it in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you half a million dollars to fuck off. <laughs> I didn't, but in no. the late six or seventies, that would have been yeah, it's a lot of money. Ooh, it's yeah. a lot of money. It's like two million today. Yeah, but like it's you know, I learned some stuff about him. I didn't know. Like, I didn't realize. And like I've never dug into Sylvester Stallone. He's never been like 
a huge icon for me growing up. He wasn't he he wasn't the guy, the action star of like you know like we like we watched we watched a lot of Arnold, right? Like Arnold, we, you know, we watched Terminator and all that, you know, and all, everything after that, Conan the Barbarian with him in it, all that funny, kind of stuff. Funny, funny. Um, Stallone turned down Terminator. Yeah, funny, yeah. F- funny enough. Yeah. That he they, he talks about that feud of like if he knew Arnold wanted yeah. a part he would just take it. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So like I learned some stuff and I think I think what I learned was pretty cool. But it, this does feel very light, you know, as like you know the subject. It's mattered. soft. I'm sure there's a lot more you get into that's more interesting, maybe a little more gritty, maybe a little less that puts Sylvester Stallone in a good light. But you know, it it is what it is, and it's well done. It's it, it's entertaining enough. You know, I loved hearing about how you know he did a lot of writing before he got he was given his shot to act. That was kind of cool to to know, you know. And I think, like as he explains it in the documentary, his you know his his speech problem with with his the side of his face being paralyzed, you know, discounted him for a lot of acting roles. Sure. I also thought that maybe you know it was like it was like a mental thing on his end, not so much that he you know, it's actually a physical trauma. Yeah, like I had no idea. So you know, this is something that I learned today and. You know, I appreciate it well, actually. One thing I want to bring, more. I want to bring up too is let's talk about talk about because he talks about his the way he speaks and you know the way his jawline is and stuff like that because of a trauma that happened during his birth. Um, did you guys notice when he's just regularly talking to the camera, he's got less Stallone voice? Yeah, and yeah. I, I I guess I never thought about that because he always has that voice like. It's just like, him. hey, hey, uh, yeah, Rocky, just, yeah. just him talking. Not even the Rocky thing, but like even in Rambo where he talks like he talks like this, mm-hmm. you know. Who, as he just talks like a normal person, how much he seems like he has so much more personality. Yeah, right. right? And I was like, wow, yeah. that's so strange. Yep. Because you don't understand like how much people just change their voice just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from character to character, but even just in interviews, you see. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Here's the thing about that is like, and Roger, you and I talked about Ram a couple. Well, we've talked about Final Blood now. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's five of those, right? I Rambo so, yeah. Part One, Part Two, Final Blood Part or First Blood Part One, Part Two, Part Three, and then Rambo, and then Final Blood. Yeah, so we've talked about Final Blood in the show. That one was too early, but I've always Rambo. I've always really kind of appreciated of the Rocky and Rambo. I love them both, but Rambo's been one of those ones like I really kind of saw the the magic in Rambo more, even as much as Rocky. But I appreciated what he did with the character in Rambo in the fourth one. And, I mean, how he returned. He finally made it. The journey made it back home. And then the fifth one, how he talks about how he's, you know, that he, we weren't quite done with him yet. And he had to go rescue his niece. And then we had that wonderful soliloquy he gives us. She's dying in the car on the way back. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of causes him to bring the fight to them. And then he lures them back. And he, you know. And the, well, does Rambo things. Does Rambo things to them. And, but, like, that's. Those aren't great for them. No. <laughs> No, but I, I've always liked that kind of stuff. But like he talks about this too. Of like, the scripts he writes, the projects he's in, he always sees the characters as more than just on the page. He sees them as people. And how do you kind of exploit these? Well, not exploit. How do you define these people and the problems? And that's kind of how I've always seen film. So I was really kind of I was addicted to that part of what he was talking about. Because I've always seen why I'm not a great writer is because I see the big picture and I see the characters. I have a hard time filling in the the moments that in between the big moments that I want. That's where I, that's where I struggle. But that's just, to me, like, they, we share kinship in that. So well, I like, the one thing that I liked in this movie is they talk about him uh, when he's, when he wrote, or when he started working on Rambo, about how they changed the ending for him because he didn't want to commit suicide. Yeah. So, for the, optically, he didn't want people that are coming back, veterans that are struggling, 
didn't want him to, you know, see like, hey, this is your only way out. They didn't want the movie about them to be, you know, this guy dies. Yeah. 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 And uh, I thought that was neat mm-hmm. that, you know, he had the input to do that. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, that was post-Rocky, so, I mean, he may sure. have had... Well, well, no, they, they told him to fuck off the first time, and then they they said then that they sampled it in Vegas, and it, and it did terribly. Oh, yeah, the ending Which was he like... he knew. He knew yeah. it was going to happen. And they're like, and then, you know, we got the cut that we did, and it was the one that he wanted. Because he was right, and then we got five movies out of that too. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, you know, like stuff like that, like you know, not that it makes these actors more human, but it makes it, it gives it gives you that, like that relatable thing, and you learn stuff you didn't know about him. You know, and I, I you can't you can't think you know too negatively about a guy who really does care about like the optics of like you know veterans and things like that, the respect that you know like is being paid homage to you know. Where people come from, and you know the people that get them there. So, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see all that. Well, even even when he, when he talks about he doesn't he his theme when making these characters is hope, and I appreciate that because you can see that in the Expendables, Rocky, and Rambo, you can see that hope is always kind of the movies all end with hope, except when they kill that one guy who doesn't deserve to be killed. <laughs> the last yeah, well, you the know. Expendables film yeah, movie. Well, you know. <laughs> This is what? funny. Burn the guy alive. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Murder's funny now. Uh, but it's like, yes. it's always, I like that. I, I really kind of dig that. He looks at things differently. And, and you can't, doing what he did with Rocky, you, you, you can't just do that anymore. You can't just rock up somewhere and be like, I got a script. I want to make it. Let's do it. Like, just those days are so done. Oh, yeah. But uh, it was really cool to see Arnold talk about Stallone and their, their kind of, their weird kind of. What would you call it? The um, rivalry. The rivalry. Uh, of how, rivalry yeah, exactly. Yeah. Both like huge action stars, but like, also had like the, the bodybuilding mm-hmm. tropes. Like that was interesting to listen to because like Arnold is like if I think of someone in the eighties who did like Arnold is that guy for me. Like he's, I, for most people, he'd be that guy. Yeah. So it's interesting to see the Stallone. If you ever watched Rocky thing. Four, I've never seen a man more shredded than Rocky <laughs> in that. God damn it, dude! He looks like a piece of fucking rebar. Yep. God <laughs> Christ. He does. He does. I'm surprised they didn't talk about Creed. I'm very surprised they didn't bring up Creed. Well, so here's the thing. I think that if we had a little bit, if somebody would ask the right question, which is one of the problems I have with this documentary. Well, we get what, a, what the problems you have? Go on. I, I would have, okay, so let's talk about Rocky, the Rocky part for a second, because it's, it's the biggest part of this documentary, is, you know, he talks about going to Rocky Six. Yes. You know, he talks about Rocky Balboa. And after he's done talking about Rocky Balboa, if I was conducting this interview, I'd have been like, why didn't you mention the Creed films? Mm-hmm. Because, like, look, he doesn't have to answer that question. Oh, yeah. But that is a very fair question. Yeah. Because Rocky Balboa's story does not end at Rocky Balboa. It's true. And it is technically still, even though he's not in Creed Three, he's still there. Mm-hmm. He's still heavily influential in that. Yep. And, you know, I've never heard him say a bad thing about Creed One and Creed Two. There's a reason he's not in Creed Three. And yep. he's, he's been very publicly like, hey, I didn't like the direction. And that's that's all, and that that's okay. And he would have been like, "Hey, I wasn't in the last one, you know. I won't talk about that, but the other two, I'm fine with. That's okay. It's a fair answer, but not even ask the question." Well, so maybe he did, but maybe he gave the quick answer. I don't want to talk about that. So it's not well, worth the, it's not worth being in the cut. This being shot on digital, they had had there's probably fifty hours they didn't put into this movie oh, that they sure. talked. They yeah. the, the camera just rolled for. I'm sure they. There's so many. Um, I'm they, sure every they time they got ten, you know, an hour with him, they recorded the whole hour and whatever he talked yeah. about, he talked about. I also thought it was very cool when he put out the old taped interviews he had of himself, yeah. with, like talking to, like talking about it afterwards. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like, "That's wrong." He's like, "That story's about love." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, but that's, I mean, the fact that he knew that, that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, you know, the whole stuff about his dad and the polo and that, that family history, I had no idea. Mm. I knew he had a dad that wasn't great, too, but I didn't know, like, the specifics of any kind. But yeah. I liked the fact that we got to see his brother talk and I didn't, even know, I, talk. I, didn't, I didn't know that there was a Frankie Stallone. I didn't either. But You didn't um, know Frank Stallone's a real person? No, nope. I, I had no that. idea. I had no idea. But I, 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 I appreciate that kind of, that the, the, the doc went into this side of Sylvester's, like, his, his super past and, like, where he came from. and Because we all knew like he just kind of had rocky and he just kind of appeared on the scene but i'm sure a lot of people don't know what happened before that but now i, I knew mean, about lords flatbush well i knew be- because of henry winkler i knew about lords yeah. of flatbush yeah handsome son of a gun that guy um i'm a big fancy person and have a movie podcast i know yeah. about film pinkies up. um but the, we learned a lot Not of stuff pinkies, but it's i also love the way it was and I know you guys have a problem with. It. I like Chris. I love. The, and you don't like the wandering cam. I love the wandering cam. I don't like shaky cam. Wandering cam. But a lot of that was used here. Like yeah. a, like a, the cameras moving. So and I, I love that. Can kind I of ask stuff. a question about that though? You should like it. It's it's fine. This movie. Why the fuck do they do it though? It doesn't really make any sense sometimes. Like yeah. it's like I'm sitting here. I'm looking directly just so everybody understands. We we're at a square table. We kind of said like a triangle shape. I right now I'm looking directly at Grayson. But if I was holding in a camera in my hand, I would slowly pan over to Chris for no reason at all as Grayson is talking. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's like there's there's one shot when he's when when his head and his arm like this is literally the frame his head and his mm-hmm. arm and like it, the camera goes like it kind of drifts up to the window and back but like he's always in frame but like why does it drift you're asking yeah. at all I, I think Somebody it adds bored well I think it adds some dramatic irony to or some dramatic or, tension to it a little or bit. this was shot on an iPhone and it auto-focused <laughs> to weird spots at times or he yeah. dropped it <laughs> <laughs> it's just leaning and just fell over fuck <laughs> Slides like just keep it in. It's fine. Yeah, it's, you know. I'm not. I'm not saying that again. Yeah. <laughs> I I did really love how he talks about some of those early scenes in Rocky and how he's like so influenced by his father. And that one that like mm-hmm. he talks about, we got the perfect take and they weren't rolling. Like that's super interesting to me because yeah. like, God, as someone who's creative, that sucks. Oh yeah. Man. How about when he talked about how Dolph Lundgren hit him so hard it put him in a fucking hospital <laughs> for nine days. <laughs> Nine fucking days, which is great. You dumbass. Like, <laughs> well, no, hey, I mean, I'm sure stupid. it looked great, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it I'm sure great, it looked though. great. I have a fucking bruised liver. Yep. <laughs> um, I I really did think that was awesome. You know, I have something to say about that. About the mm, oh, because I, I know that I'm always going to remember this. Is like when Roger and I started that YouTube stuff. The first one we did was Spider Man, the 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 post Thanos Spider Man, and it was we're never going to top it, but we couldn't use it. I forget why. It wasn't it recording. Didn't record yeah, it didn't record. It just didn't record. Yeah. But like it was awesome. It flowed. We bounced off each other so fucking well. It was like well. nine like perfect length and yeah, like, like eight minutes. It. Like, and it, like the file was corrupt. Were, were you in a full Spider Man bodysuit? <laughs> no. God damn but he, it. He, but he wore the aviators. He, 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 like, right, right. he seamlessly switched and it was great. It's just then we couldn't use it. And I was like, ah, oh, man. file was corrupted. Oh, shit. Yeah. But like I get like I like little little trivia stuff like that. It adds so much to the character. And like I like how see, he doesn't now He's. If you're judging Sylvester Stallone off of this, would you say that he's a guy who just doesn't care to be censored? Like, if I, you're looking at Sylvester Stallone as the first time through this documentary, how would you say he is in his professional life up until this point? I, I guess I don't understand what you mean fully, but a guy I mean, that just doesn't care about he he cares about making great movies, and that's he I doesn't mean, care about the paycheck. He okay. cares about the art. I think that you can. See, I got that. I think you can see. Yeah, I think I agree with that. But I think you can see that in, in like in like a duality sense too. 
I think because of what Roger mentioned also, you know, he only like maybe he only wants to be recognized for those things at this point because he's got some things that aren't that great. Well, I know he brings up a couple, but like he doesn't bring up the Creed stuff, the Apollo stuff, like like he mentioned, or the Creed stuff, like he mentions. And then also, you know, there aren't any like takes about like the bad stuff or like the bad sides. Well, they they talk about a couple of flops he had right a after flops, Rock, which yes, is fine. But I mean, like per, more personal stuff for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, they, we we don't we don't ever really see Sly in a negative light here. No. Which is something. Listen, documentaries don't have to be hit hit pieces. Like they don't no, have to be out no, to like no. smear somebody. But when it's only all good, nobody asks the question of why. There's dark times in there. Sure, somewhere. right. And, well, I mean, like, look, everybody's got family troubles and things like that. Well, like what you choose to talk about is completely yeah, up to you. Six, what, what gets edited? We're, down we're talking about sixty years of the majority of sixty years of his life. Something went sideways well, I mean, somewhere. Well, his son. Well, let me yeah. let me put some levity. We, we never went into that. And I, well, I, I they, was curious. About he shows his, his son for a minute. Well, his, well like, he his, shows he shows like the died in 2012. But like, did he ever? Did I miss it? Did he talk about what happened? I didn't know. What no, happened. He, they no. just kind of talk about how he was, you know, how things like fell apart with it. But that's really it. Out of a whole thing, they spend less than like three minutes talking about his son who yeah. passed away. But the other part of it is too, he has another son mm-hmm. who is an adult man in his mid 40s who is severely autistic who never even mentions my name. Yeah. Like at all. And like, look, that's a private thing. And I totally understand that. But did nobody ask the question? Maybe the like son- maybe maybe we don't know. And yeah. like maybe they gave Sly some control over this. And if that's the case, I have more of a problem with it because like look, if I'm making a documentary on you, I have the control. It's my documentary. It's just about you. Mm-hmm. So like that's a thing that questions that I would ask. But the other part of it is and you can even put some like this isn't an overly serious thing, but there are some serious moments. But for things like levity, you know what I would ask somebody who has like a filmography like, you know, Sylvester Stallone, what movie did you make that you hated the most? <laughs> like, wouldn't you fucking ask that question? Well, I, yeah. I'd ask things like which ones were paychecks, which ones yeah, were, I mean, were like, passion. Like, yeah. You don't have to expound on it, but you can just be like fucking Judge Dredd. <laughs> be like, no, yeah. okay, I get it. Yeah, Demolition Man, the, Cobra. Stu- the stupid Cobra. goggles I had to put on. But yeah. I mean, like, there, there are things like. Ask that kind of question. Like, I would love to have five or minutes. Or, like, why'd you turn down Terminator? Like, a huge, yeah. iconic can, role. Can, that... can you just tell, give me five minutes on why that you chose to go this route? Like, because what? I only said you're swimming, you're smiling because of my love for Terminator. But, like, Arnold was very prominently featured in this oh, documentary. Yeah. And, like, yeah. they don't talk about the rivalry. And that's, like, one thing I was expecting to come up. Because, like, I know that he turned it down. Mel Gibson turned it down. Yeah. O.J. Simpson turned it down. Another question to ask. Hey, what movie did you miss out on that you would have... Perfect. Yeah. Right? Like... What, what role, role did you want, you but that, they just didn't give it or to you? The, or that you turned out that turned out to be a massive fucking success. Yeah. Like, those are questions <laughs> that I think are interesting as fuck. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. those are you get real answers for those things. Like, look, how many times do you think he's been asked about Rocky? Oh, yeah. A hundred billion times? Yeah, but he loves Rocky. Sure. You know what I mean? But, like, so look, he's okay. so you I, can also I think, I think, love I, your mistakes. I think he's okay with that is, is what I'm saying. But, you know, you're, you're not wrong, but, but some, peop- some people have a hard time But, with like, that. another question. Hey, what movie did you love to do that you just, just didn't pan out? And to be like, well, hey, man, like, I love doing Cliffhanger mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just... It just it just didn't work. Uh, in the box like it should have been huge. Like the marketing for that movie was fucking everywhere. I yeah. remember that. I remember that. Like Cliffhanger right? was a big fucking like movie. Ninety three, ninety six. It was a big movie, yeah. and it just didn't. And Cliff, you know, Cliffhanger is like three hours long. It Jeez. is for real. <laughs> but yeah, like those. I mean, like, look, one day I'll make a documentary about somebody, and I'll ask them questions like that. Yeah. But until I get to do that, <laughs> you know. But I mean, those are the things. Like documentaries, you know. Is it cool to hear about stuff you've heard about sometimes? Yes. 
But the one thing I want to ask you guys now, you said, Chris, that you didn't know how much writing he did on some of this yeah. stuff, right? Like, I knew most of that's what's that? What you Cliffhanger put? 2 is coming up. Great. <laughs> that's um, amazing. Oh, like, my God. Like, I knew that he wrote and directed. And Robin. Samaritan 2. Like, I I liked Samaritan. Samaritan yeah. was good. We liked yeah. that movie. Yeah. We did. Um, but to. He was an animal you know, crackers. The, what did you learn about Sylvester Stallone's that, like, most people didn't already know? Like, I. Yeah. yeah. Good point. There's gotcha. not a whole lot of like, hey, this is groundbreaking cinema here. Yeah, true, so. true. Uh, so let, let, let's let's pivot to the the opposite end of this. Sure. Do you guys have a have a favorite part of this documentary? Because I do. Go ahead. Go ahead. So so I really I loved the when he talked about the scene with De Niro in um, what was it called? Police like uh, Copland. Copland. That was it. I, I actually like that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's an important movie. I yeah, think. and like, uh, like when they showed that scene when when <laughs> when De Niro calls him a deaf, you deaf fuck. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> like, <laughs> to know that, that 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 was improv and added onto the end, and and De Niro wasn't ready for that. I was like, oh, I like, I think that stuff. I think anytime actors, I would have loved to see De Niro's like look on his face. Yeah. Like, yeah. improvs and ad- and ad libs, I think, are the most interesting thing in in movie making, and I love and I like hearing about those moments that happen between actors and stuff you know like i think that shit's really really interesting and to hear to, hear the, to see that that was de Niro's like like line like way that he went like navigated through that with him and played along with him and i was like all right that's funny shit because like i think the first time he said it, it everything's over it's done with it's like i think he was kind of like but i'm here ki- now i think he was kind of telling like uh sylvester stallone that it, hey the, the scene's over everything's over it's done now and he kept going he's like okay here we go and like like leans into it Get out of cool. my office you deaf fuck <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but those two like they have a, i mean that's like a good-hearted like jovial kind of back and forth oh, he might have been pissed off because he'd be yeah. like dude we're done with this fucking scene shut up <laughs> uh, i'm really yeah, that's you're right rod there's a lot of movies looking back at like why weren't they i mean but i'm sure they were asked but it just there's only so much you can include in a 90 minute documentary or an hour and 40 minute doc- documentary though before yeah. it becomes six hours like daylight another another huge movie daylight Judge Dredd, another one. Like, uh, what happened to all these questions? I wanted to hear about Demolition Man. I love that. That's show. another Demolition big one. Man, I love. Demolition yeah. Man is a huge movie. I it love is. that movie. It is. There's a game and everything about it. Yeah. Jeez. It's like, got, uh, yeah. It's got it's got good old Tango pres- and Cash. Tango I would love good prison. I would love to hear about Tango. And well, so cash. the one movie they do talk about where he thought was kind of a joke was he had to stop or my mom will shoot. Okay, yeah. that was a big deal. Probably that's probably a paycheck movie. Okay, and that's fine. But like, well, that Tango was a, and I don't Cash, want Arnold to have it movie, so I want a movie like Tango and Cash. That was a big fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, and that was several years earlier too. Mm-hmm. What else uh, you see on that list? Anything? Well, Cobra. I, I want. I was interested. In, Cobra's like one of my like kind of a weird guilty pleasures. I like Cobra a lot. Aviators, baby. Love um, <laughs> well, he was. I think for Cobra, he was paid like. He had destroyed any any action star by that point. Like he destroyed Mel, he destroyed Arnold with like salary for Cobra. That was huge. That was a big deal. He got like the most money anyone's ever gotten for a role was him and Cobra at that thing at that at that time. Hmm. I think I remember that in some documentary. But um, I did think it was interesting yeah. though that Stallone liked to say he likes to make movies where the good guys win. Yeah, and like look. I respect that because, mm-hmm. like, look, he's made a lot of good movies, and usually the good guy wins, yeah. or you know, who the hero wins. And you know, he said it makes him sad sometimes when the good guy doesn't win. And I was like, all right, that's real. Yeah, yep. I believe that. Yeah, I get it. Grayson oh. loves when the good guys win. Well, he says that, but like Rambo, Rocky, they don't. He does not win the fight in Rocky, does he? In Rocky one, he doesn't. No, he in Rambo, he's taken into custody. Yeah. So like, but he's released early in the next one. But like, the point is like, he might like, 
I think he meant like he likes endings where the characters find some kind of peace. You know, like I like the victory butt endings. Like mm-hmm. you know the, the the old '90s and even old Disney movies is like everyone all the, all the good guys win, all the bad guys lose. Like that's that's a boring ending. It's no one that doesn't do anything good for like storytelling. You need laws. I mean, sometimes real human stories are laws because in real life, no, they they do. The bad guys win sometimes. That's the point. Is like those. I mean, the more interesting bad guys make more interesting movies, especially for superheroes. So. Um, I mean, I would have, again, I would have, I don't know when this was made, but like, I would have loved to hear a blurb on, oh, um, you're doing Cliffhanger 2, that's so weird. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, it's time, and um, Samaritan 2, I'd, I'd like to hear about a little bit, and like, there's a lot of, I mean, there's five or six movies I would have loved to, Tango and Cash, I would have loved to talk, hear about, yeah, I mean, there's, I think a lot of questions maybe didn't, maybe were asked, but they just, the footage just didn't make it into the tone of the sure. documentary, which I could see, but I would have loved to know what happened to us because, like, it's just weird to me that you bring it up and you don't say what happened. Maybe then we'll talk about it. And I get it. Well, then why even put it in the documentary? Why even just not? Well, because it? here's the thing, though. Whether you know a lot about his family, a lot of people know that his son passed away, met you know, a few years ago. A lot yeah. of people know that. Like that's something. Because the other part of it is it'd be like having a Stallone documentary, and not ever talk about Rambo. <laughs> like you got to bring that up, right? That's a big deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> small little series. Yeah, like that's. Yeah, absolutely. there are certain things that I think you know you have to talk about. Yeah, but those don't have to be the only things you talk about. Okay, I got one last question for you guys. Sure, um, it's related, but it's not directly about this. If you could pick one, an actor that's alive and still and still working today, who would you want to do a documentary? Clint Eastwood, about? Mel Gibson. Yeah, I figured it'd be. I figured yours is gonna be Mel Gibson. Well, like it or hate him, there's no even with so, so Stallone. He, like he's one of three that like. He's had the, a wild ride. The right? 80s and 90s were like, they were his. Yeah. And they it, were his. And he's had a wild ride the last yeah. 20 years. So here's years. the thing. Let me ask you a question. Seriously. If you got to interview Mel for a full-on documentary, how much do you talk about the bad stuff? I, but that's the more interesting stuff, I think. Like, well, you, got, you got to do a few minutes on Braveheart. You got to do a few minutes on Lethal Weapon. Sure. But no, like, no. Hold I on. mean the bad stuff in his, like, real life. No, hold no, on. Of course. But, I, but that's stuff that everyone, no one knows the real things, too. I feel like Mel, at this point, though, has kind of, like, one in that like in in that in that circus so i think he i think he would be down to at least talk about some of it i'll give you 15 minutes on this and that's it no more questions he's in a a place where he's 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 given the middle finger to everyone and he's made it at this point you know like back in i'll made it like night like in like 87 no i mean on on the back side yeah so like he's at the point where like yeah ask me about it ask me about it please like i think he's i think he's i've been waiting some, for somebody i think he's gonna give you some juicy so shit on so that. mine's mel what, yeah. what, 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 what about you? you i think i have two i think andy sandberg oh god no. <laughs> bill murray uh, john cena <laughs> bill murray maybe actually you said be it fucking Gee, awesome. dear god he'd it'd be dude, i don't know it'd be fun as fuck well, actually <laughs> in this one kurt russell is one i would yeah i think kurt, kurt russell, russell would be, be cool one shit. would be awesome yeah. to talk about like i think i have two i think i think more like more my generation kind of guy. I think John Berthall is a super interesting dude. I he he, he had, choice. He's had like two podcasts that he's done, and they're they've both been really interesting to hear him ask talk to other people. I had to hear him like you know be interviewed in kind of the same way. But uh, actually, I think Tom Cruise. He has so much stuff. That he's been a part of this kind of, that, that that's mm. he's I been. Think he's super weird though. Which well, that's fun. That's fun in a documentary though. If he's weird, because like he, he he's wildly successful. Has a crazy amount of different films and different style movies he's sure. been in successfully. On top of that, mm-hmm. and he, he he directs now. You know he's been doing that for a while, and he just he's done all this stuff. Well, with, he, I mean, Top Gun Maverick is huge. Yeah, he's done all this with great save the industry. He's done all this with great success at this point, and he's got some weird shit going. Well, on. I mean, like, why Tom, wouldn't you want to talk? Like, to like Tom, about can that? you just talk? 
what's with the why'd you jump on the couch in Oprah? Like, what was going on in your head? Can hey, Tom, you please just tell me. Give me two minutes on Scientology. <laughs> Go. Whatever you want to say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. you want us yeah. to know about please it. Please, whatever you're comfortable pitching to the world. Go. This is your moment because you've been made fun of for this for so long. Yeah. T- tell me how you know. Give us what you really feel about where you're at and what this means. I don't think to you. you get a real answer hey. though. I don't think you do either. No, you get this. I have no comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which, which I have could, no comment. This interview's over. Yeah, which, which is fine. But Fuck. I, I think again. I think he's he's done enough things in like a, a oh, an array of different areas. I think it'd be kind of cool to hear what he has to say about it. I mean, he's applied that knowledge successfully at this point. So like, you know, those are the people you want to hear from. That's a, those are good answers though, but I, I I honestly think that Tom Cruise is the least interesting of all the people. You, I, I think Maybe. John Bernthal would be for like an yeah, hour yeah. of uncut, like an yeah. hour of he tells you whatever you ask him. Like yeah. that'd be awesome. No, yeah. it's John Cena. That's not even close. <laughs> what about you, Roger? You, you have an I said Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's, that's a good Eastwood. one. Yeah, because yeah. like look, they ain't got a whole lot of opportunities to do it because he's old, old now. Yeah, yeah. And like that dude's had a career that has spanned legitimately fifty years, fifty plus years, and you know he has multiple Oscars. Oh, yeah. You know, for directing and acting, he's been in like four different eras of film yep. too. You know what I mean? Like, like different ages of of, of the film industry at this point, and it's kind of it'd be neat to hear about like how different it was for each of those. Sure, and he's and been the, active in each of them too. The one thing about Clint Eastwood too is people people that work with him respect the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and he is unapologetically Clint fucking Eastwood. Yeah, and, true. Like he doesn't change for anybody or doesn't seem to, and I think that would be interesting. To, yeah. you know, I agree. I agree. Well, the, the, like, also, that yeah. dude rules. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I, I, there's other people. I mean, Kurt oh, Russell there, would be there, awesome. There's like, tons of people, right? Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, if you had to pick one, you know, shot off your hip right now, I, I think those are good answers. They're all interesting for different reasons too. I think like Matthew McConaughey'd be interesting too. He had that period of time where like no one, he was not, he was like years of like nothing. Yeah. DiCaprio and like what DiCaprio? Oh yeah, would be DiCaprio. Great too. Would, would, yeah. Again, same reason. A lot of same reasons for uh, for Tom for me is that you know he's so successful in the space at this point that like. You want to hear from great people and and know what makes them tick because they got to where they are somehow. It isn't because of, you know of pure luck. You know, there's a reason why they're as good as they are. And to hear that someone's mindset that is already in that space successfully, it's a huge boon for you know the people that listen. Sure, I agree. We should do a whole episode on this one day of like people we'd want to talk to and why. Let's get somebody <laughs> here and interview the fuck out of yeah. them. Yeah, you know, just get Garfield here. We'll just you he know won't come here. It's God his fault. Damn it. <laughs> Garfield, did we do this again? Now I'm like, I know you you're joking. Know he doesn't like you. I, <laughs> I know you're gonna be like, I'll lay in bed tonight. Like, why isn't Andrew Garfield like me? Man, like, why would a he? single tear rolls out of the corner? <laughs> why? Andrew? Oh my god, why that's interesting. But so, cl- closing comments on the sly thing is, uh, I I think it's really interesting to take a like. This is a super interesting like hour and forty minutes that like I'm happy to spend. I don't think I mean I don't think it makes much sense to watch it again, but like I might watch it again in my life. If I'm doing something that like I just want background noise. But Sloan's one of those guys I love to listen and just talk. But he doesn't talk through filters. I don't think he just he just like no, this is what was going on. This is what happened. And I, I he said a few things in this in slide that were like maybe you might want to edit that out or like have someone take a, take a listen to that before you put it in there. But I mean, I thought it was very interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. As someone that the industry, you know, monster in the industry, I thought it was an awesome thing. So we don't really need to score this, right? We can just do, like, pass-fail? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, a, it's a pass. Yeah. I, I think it's a pass for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoyed most of this. I, like I said, I already made my piece. I think I would have given a little bit tougher. It was a little soft, is what it's you said. It's just yeah. a little soft. Yep. But, I, I mean, like, that. look, it's entertaining. And, like, Stallone's an entertaining guy. Yeah. 
Like, I don't have any reason not to like him, especially after this documentary. Oh, so. yeah. No, this passes for me, too. I I, I think this is I, I, this is a, this is a nice like, look into, like, you know, what made him as big as he is. You know, he's one of the biggest guys in the 80s and 90s, right? You know, yep. like, there's nothing wrong with hearing how that comes about from his perspective and stuff. I think that's cool. I agree. You know, and, I and I learned some things about him that I didn't know. And, you know, he's, he seems like a... Seems like an okay dude. I'm yep. all right with that. I mean, so we just pass fail and we're all pass. We're all pass. Yeah. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. I think so. It was was it any good? Yeah, sure. Do you like? Do you want to hear about Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, look, do you hate Sylvester Stallone? Do and don't watch that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah we <laughs> would do. you like to watch a documentary about Sylvester Stallone? Yes. Well, then you should watch it. <laughs> no, I'm probably not going to recommend yeah, that yeah, for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, probably want to enjoy it then. That I makes I mean, a lot of sense to me. Okay, hold on. Last question then. Okay. If Someone, if someone asked you, "Hey, I don't really like Sylvester Stallone. Would this documentary sell me on him?" A uh, good question. I think it would. That's a good question. I mean, like, I think even if you didn't, if you weren't, a, if you didn't know anything about Sylvester Stallone, I think it'd be interesting enough. If you just like him, mm-hmm. I don't think it would sway you one way or the other. Okay. I think it would actually. Mm-hmm. I think it would, to be honest. I think there's a chance. He's a very likable dude in this in the interview. He is. So. He is. And he's a family man. Yeah, I mean, he's a family man and he's a likable dude. He's well, he's a selective family man. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, I mean... As dark as you want to be on that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoy my time with it, so yeah. that's... Yeah, I mean, good. like I said, we all passed it. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, thank you again for joining me for this discussion. This has been episode 356 B. 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 Of Four Love Cinema, a movie podcast. Thank you, Chris. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. And I have no X. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at the Marvels and Zombie Town on Hulu. Zombie